You're listening to the Broadway Podcast Network. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Hi, you're listening to the Wig Hackers podcast, where you get the real feeling of what goes on working on the hair side of the entertainment industry. Wig Hackers podcast. I have another, an amazing guest who we've gone, we go back a little ways together. Uh, Crystal Joy Brown. What, what? Whoa, I'll be my own, (laughs) my own Oh, yay! Crystal Joy Brown's in the house. Woo woo! Yeah, there it is. I'll add That's some. what I'll I get. Some. That's like extra sad when you're by yourself. Like my dad, my dog is sitting under me, like looking up at me, like, "Oh, you're so sad. You're so so sad." No. Um, yes. Hello. Sure. It's good to see your beautiful face yeah. and see your quaffing hair. Oh, you know, like, my hair. I know. I was I mentioning hair. your hair just looks great. Yeah, it looks great. Oh, I saw that post that you put up with, with oh, the shaved head. Yeah, I think oh, a lot of people are at a place where they're like, just shave it off. A lot. I've been getting so many. I'm like, no, don't do it. You can do it. You can handle it. But yeah. they're not. They're shaving their heads. <laughs> I mean, I just, I'm on every type of vitamin. <laughs> and maybe you can tell me like what I should use to grow my hair because my hair was actually like, I'm black, Puerto Rican, Native American. My hair grade is very bizarre. Like, I don't know what it is. It's not very, very curly. It's not very, th- you know, you've been, you yes. put your fingers in there. <laughs> We've done so, a photo shoot, remember? I don't perm my hair anymore. Good. Yeah. Yes, exactly. So I'm saying like, you know, and I'm literally now just asking for advice. Like you haven't <laughs> even done anything. And I'm just like, hi, can you help me? I'm struggling. Um, but I'm, I've taken like every, I've taken moon juice. Uh, okay. I take the super hair. I've taken, yes. but the, Every, uh-huh. every, uh-huh. every B you can think of, B complex, whatever. Um, I, whatever. I've done all of it. So I need to. Working? I mean, it's like mm, my, I do have my edges back. That they came back mm-hmm. last year. <laughs> yes. <laughs> they went away for a while, huh? Yeah, you know, like that's the thing with wearing wigs all the time and hair pieces, and like I'm so excited now that black, like being black is in so we can wear our natural hair but then I, it's never our natural hair like i'm looking at my friends on tv and i'm like that is your hair but it looks natural they're like oh i'm good with we're good with curly hair now on tv yes. you know which is nice you know they're like curly i mean not offensive. literally i mean i i was just fighting yeah. on my last show about it like no we need to i want it like i want i actually want texture like yeah. i don't care what i don't care what kind of curl 
I really don't. I just want texture seen on television. Well, that's why you're amazing because you work with all colors and shades and predominantly the ladies of color. Like right. you predominantly see, and from what I understand, from what I yeah, yeah. know of your career, like you, and that is, I mean, that's a large swath of grades of hair and types of hair. So that's always like oh, interesting to me. And I, 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 I have it. a whole wig back. Yeah. <laughs> I, was, I actually I have, have that question. I don't know what my, I don't know what my texture is. <laughs> yeah. Well, oh, have you yeah. ever let it I just grow out and not do anything to Wait, it? I'm like Diana Ross and you I'm doing I've been doing that for like the last two years. Or like year and a half. So you, yeah. you they don't need a wig for you anymore. You can just And I'm not really hair. satisfied with the Well, I no, I mean like I'm saying, like I think my hair grows really slow. My hair mm-hmm. was when I was a kid, it was like down to the middle of my back. Oh, and yeah. now it's like I chopped it to like my ch- like I've chopped it several times and then now it's like I know. I know. <laughs> I chopped it. I know in hair, we did your your pony. We did your pony with the two microphones and the little poof. Yes. That was a rough one. That was a rough show for you. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, it was. Oh my Uh, god, I thought that was gonna be my first and last Broadway show. Here I am five shows later. Like I did. I I left that show. So we okay, hair was my Broadway debut. I was a baby, and I we were. Um, I was the first person to, to replace someone, and I replaced Saikon, legendary, yeah. wonderful woman. I replaced her, and they called me Saikon's track for the entire, like, nine months I was there. Um, they never called me Crystal. You know who you are. Um, and, um, and so I left the show to go do a four-person show in a church basement in New Jersey, that Kathleen Marshall was directing for three hundred and twenty-five dollars a week, or something like I ridiculous like that. Remember this? <gasps> um, yeah. Oh. Yeah, it was crazy, but it was like I mean, I you know, it's like I what I hear. I have a lot of friends that are not in the business, and the thing is, is that like high school just seems to follow you everywhere. You know, we all yes. get stuck in these archetypes of of high school, and it's like, especially when things are going well, and it's like, well, we're kind of fly like we're cool so we don't even know if you're cool yet so prove that you're cool or not and i'm like i don't know if i'm cool at all and then like you realize that you're not cool and you're like i should probably leave but i yeah it was weird because like broadway was my dream as a kid you know and i was like this is my the epitome of of my dreams like this is like happening and and it was just a tough it was a tough group to jump into like, you know, that was over 10 years ago. Now it's like, Jesus. we're cool. And I've gotten, no. I've gotten emails and text messages, you know, who you are, apologies, you know, and like, you know, for the, the group mentality of like kind of bullying and stuff like that. And, and I've just been like, I, I appreciate that, you know? Um, and it also, it also made me clear of like the kind of people I need to have around me while going through this journey, like the kind of friends I need, the kind of things I need to do for myself. Um, how to take care of myself. Wellness is like a big thing. And I think a lot of it stirred and, and came up from that experience on Broadway. And I'm just glad that I didn't allow mm-hmm. it to like completely, you know, num- like destroy my destroy confidence. Yeah. And, mm-hmm. and I had people like you, like there were a few people that were like my safe harbor in the building, you know? And so I would mm-hmm. just like, just latch on to those people. And um, you were definitely one of them. And then mm-hmm. we got to do three more Broadway shows together. I know. It was like, kind of like, oh, I guess yeah. we're going to the next show. Yeah. <laughs> 
Yeah, exactly. Oh, you're here? Yeah. Oh, oh yay. Because uh, then we went on from that, yeah. we did Big Fish, right? No, Leap of Faith was first. Leap of Faith. Was, oh. Yes. R.I.P. Yeah, that three-minute show. Oh, but it was a lot of fun. Did you have fun on that one? I didn't really, I never I, got to really see you, except for our one moment on that, that, that one side when you were pregnant. With Wait, no, that's it's Big Fish. Oh, that's... Oh. Big Fish, I was pregnant. Leap Big of Faith, I was not pregnant. Le okay, Leap of okay, Faith, okay. I was like a trollop. <laughs> yes. I was on Broadway, I was a reform trollop. When I did it in LA with Rob Ashford as the director, I was, I was just the trollop. And then I was, and I was, my love interest was Leslie Odom Jr., who originated Aaron Burr in Hamilton. Yep, and then yep. when we moved to Broadway, he was my brother. So that was a deep... <laughs> Of faith, that was yeah. like, I mean, there was a lot of changes though from LA to New York. Yeah, there were. I mean, directors right. number one, like Chris Ashley came in, um, Sergio came in, right? Um, and then, um, yeah, and a lot of songs changed. Like, I know you had a lot of changes in your notes. <laughs> you can't, like, the audience can't see my face no, right now, but no, they can't. No, that he's but, laughing at my face because I'm just like, yeah, I. I you know what? Because <laughs> we really collaborating we, and creating is a lot. We didn't. It's really... my joy in life to create. I'm trying to hold it together. I'm trying to like spin this. Like, it's it great. was great. I swear, there's a reason to do Broadway. I swear, I do, I love it. Like, it is just hard, and it's just it's just so much, and it's wonderful. But it is so so much, and there's so many personalities and so many. Things are at stake because if it doesn't go right, your show well, closes and you end up still performing on the Tonys. It was a very top year, even though the show's not there. Like, and the wigs know, are still in a bag somewhere. In somewhere, I'm always trying to get my wigs in my contract. They won't give them to me. Why? I can, I can never get them. I can never uh, get them. You need to. Okay, you just need to put me in your contract already. That's I know. the problem. I, just look, talk to I, Danny. That's it. I try putting people in my contract lately, and it's just not, you know, brought or Broadway just get hair from. Used to be, oh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the Broadway. No, well, I, I mean, mean I, yeah, old lady Broadway. <laughs> Broadway's a little different yeah. now. A little different. Yeah. Um, because now, okay, so you you're the voice of Shira. We have to add that in there. Trying to bring you. Yeah around okay so let's just okay so leap of faith happened okay, we, we we were open for two weeks technically we um <sighs> we closed and then we got nominated for best musical that year and then we had to still even though we were super closed for like two months we had to go and do the tonys um and it was great because i was like that was the first time doing the tonys i got nominated for a fred astaire award which is a dance award i didn't win but that's okay <laughs> it's just about being nominated right being recognized <laughs> by your peers it's great it's awesome yes, no, it was it was great. And then the next year, Danny and I did uh, Big, oh, Fish, Big Fish, which was yes. another show that, that didn't really Shortly. last very long. But um, no. I was pregnant in that show as well. Yes. So that's where that's where we had our moments. Because un since hair, hair we really bonded. Like we had yes. moments. I was actually Crystal's hair person. Then the yes. other two shows, they just would not give her to me for some odd reason. Anyway. <laughs> was my? I don't even remember what my hair was. I was more oh, yeah, of a blonde. Yeah, I was more of a blonde in LA. Like I had more of a blonde oh. thing going on. And then I had not blonde anymore in Broadway. Then not they were like, blonde. Well, you're too much. They're like, 
You, you use you, your hands too much. Do you sing too high, too loud? Take it, just knock it off. Just tone you down from hair color. Yeah, they're like, <laughs> no high notes, like, yeah, no high you're singing. Hot. Yeah, a little. And then I was like, I'm going to sing hot. So this is what happened. So one day I decided to sing the song how I wanted to sing the song. It was great. And I ended up getting an ovation in the middle of the song. And everything stopped. And people were on their feet applauding. And I, and then, and then it was like, I, I saw the director and he was like, oh, I bet you feel really vindicated right now. And I was like, kinda. I remember um, the day very, it was, very yeah. Clearly. I mean, there was only a few shows, so <laughs> yeah, but it was, that was a very special moment to me because I felt like I just, I was like, I'm going to, I don't defy very often. I'm not very defiant. I'm all, I'm actually really a team player. And so I was very nervous to do it, but I was like, you know what, this is the last time I'm going to be able to do this. This is the absolute last time. So I might as well, I rather do it and get reprimanded than, you know, <laughs> then the other way around. Oh, fire shows canceled. So I was just like, let's do it and let's see what would happen. And I'm so glad that I learned that about myself just to, you know, free myself for five seconds just to see what it would feel like to like just uh, go with my gut. Mm-hmm. And, and go for what you and, feel. And it, yeah. And it, it, it paid off. You know, it paid off just to have that one moment. And then I could use that, remember that moment in my brain later on down the line when I needed to pull from memories of like times that I stood up for myself or times that I tried something different and, and that it was a success, you know? Mm -hmm. I know yeah. this is a wig podcast and hair yes. has not been talked about, but I think it's just because it was so good, you really didn't, didn't have any, up to this point, I don't know from this point forward, your hair experience. Yeah. Like what was, what was the hardest part of a hair experience you've had so far? You know what I mean? Like, um, like well, Motown, you know, what do you mean? Oh yeah. Like if you had like a, like, Ooh, oh, this yeah. is going to be a rough one. Do you know what I mean? Like either whatever, just well, like the fit I or. Had 13 wigs. Yeah. I did the 13, I think wigs <gasps> in, in Motown. Jeez. And yeah. Yeah. So that was crazy. Um, or hair. Yeah, which is why I was like, my edges are back, everybody. <laughs> Let's applaud the edges being back. Oh, um, my God. Yeah, and it was like quick changes, like a walk off stage and you have a 15-second quick change. So everything has to be like ripped off, ripped on, ripped off, ripped on. Um, I mean, a lot of my clothes were just held together by magnets. Um, so it was just, it was wild. <sighs> and then that didn't was your kind dress of a crazy get cut off and then it's at the Tonys? My dress got... Like cut no, no. or was it, uh, no, wait, what was it? Was it, um, no, who, no. Was it Easter bonnet? Wasn't you, No. but someone no. wore your dress and they cut it, right? No. Oh, maybe. I think that was a different, I don't know. Maybe it was, maybe I, it was probably your understudy who went on and she uh, came for, Easter school, <gasps> for Easter yes! bonnet. For Easter bonnet. Oh it, my gosh. Yes. Like, now I remember okay. Easter bonnet. It was the understudy and that did happen. <laughs> okay. Yes. I oh. thought it was you. I'm sorry. I'm old. Luckily, it was so. not my dress. The dresses in that show were like $20,000 oh, each. Geez. They were like Bob Mackie, oh. hand-beaded ridiculousness. Mm. Um, uh, but nice. yeah, the, the wigs in that show were so beautiful. And like, it's the 60s and the, the, it's like the 50s, 60s, 70s, 80s. So hair was just like, so iconic. And iconic. the hair told the story, you know, like, yeah, the hair in that show tells the story of the time because we're going through basically a 40 year period and it's like very like you know from the 50s 
and even like with the men's wigs and like you know having like the, the cut the in the part. hair yeah. yeah the parts in the hair and like the, the textured and then it goes to like afros and what was going on there and then what was going on like how the many hair people hair. were on that show wasn't there a lot wasn't there like there seven? was a lot because there was like 270 something wigs see guys there's like so many wigs on shows and most people don't even know you know, yeah. so well in uh, Leap of Faith it rained at the oh, end. Oh I can't. so we had that other <laughs> <laughs> a full, full So that was other, another a twenty minute raining session. Yes. Everyone sounded Dancing like a baby rain. diaper. Because <laughs> they would all uh, yeah, put on unfortunate <laughs> on um shower caps under their wigs. <laughs> so everyone yes. would walk around and sound like a baby in a diaper it was quite a story so that was that was definitely a weird one like to go back and think about that and just like you know just and then you're just soaked yeah and then you always just feel bad you're like <laughs> oh. you like walk backstage and you're like here you know you, you like completely you know, soaked give people the, you give them back to the the lovely wig people and they're like well gotta completely reset that and then you have to have doubles you have to have like and it took us forever to get the good. doubles though for yeah. our, our two minute run that we had, but it happened. It did. Well. <laughs> um, so Motown was definitely challenging with the quick changes, um, but and like all of the different cuts and styles of the wigs were cool. Um, and I love- How long did I you do that for? How a year. Yeah, I, I took over for Valicia and I loved it. It was amazing. The talent was just ridiculous. I mean, like every single person from that show has now gone on to do ha Hamilton and now is leading in something. Like they're just, it was just a, an amazing talent pool of black and brown artists. And it was the first time I really got to be like in a brown people show, you know, like- it, I it mean, wasn't, I wasn't but, and that was one. always the thing though, <laughs> to be honest, like yeah. even, even hair, even like every time it, they didn't get it, you know? Yeah. So. Yeah. Because that was always been a thing I know we talked about for, with hair. Yeah. Like, this really, this is white girl hair, yeah. you know? And um, especially or this with, is what white people think that black hair looks right. like. Right. Yeah. And, and they just didn't, no one really got it. But Yeah. But now. I think it's sometimes hard. I think it's hard for me, even in my, like, daily life, even in film and TV, when I am, like, going, doing wigs and stuff there. Like, yes. because my hair, like, I was talking about the grade of my hair and the texture of my hair is so nebulous. I mean, like I said, I'm black, Puerto Rican, Native American. I don't know what this hair texture is. Like it kind of curls, it's kind of a wave, it's kind of straight. Like if I brush it out when it's wet, it's straight. If I don't and let it curl up, then it'll be like a kind of a curl. So it's also accepting that like brown people are so different, you know, like my hair isn't gonna look like this. And if I shave my head like Wakanda style, it's not gonna look as good as like Lupita, you know, like that's just not gonna look good on my face, you know, like I'm just gonna look like I'm not think, well. Would you ever do that? Would you ever cut it off for a roll? Look at my forehead. My forehead is so big that I can't imagine, like I, my friend Andrea Bordeaux, which is one of the most beautiful black women that I've ever seen in my life. And she's about to be a star on a, a star show. She shaved her head. And she's booking, 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 working, working, working. And it's like amazing. But she doesn't have a five head like I do. Like I'm doing it for Danny. You guys can't see this, but I'm showing that I have a proper five finger forehead. Um, it is, if people will say like, I look like Rihanna and I'm like, no, I don't. I just see the forehead. She also has a large forehead. Wow. So, so, so do you have so all your wigs like, make it lower? Do you make them give you a hairline? Oh yeah. 
you make yeah, them bring it down. You. Okay. No, I just want. I just want yeah, to. Yeah, I'm like, and also know? to protect my my edges. Now I've learned. Now you're like I bring it into it forward. Yeah, bring it in and give me like a nice little silhouette. Like give me like a regular size forehead. Uh, so that would be nice. So yes, that is another thing that I've been like when I came into Hamilton, I was like, yeah, can we just scooch that down um, a bit? So yeah, I uh, I would I would love to just Hamilton? like toss things on my head and just like and be bald. That would be awesome. Um, Hamilton is great. I mean, when it is happening. <laughs> well, I mean, I, of course, of course. Oh my god, no! It's another. I mean, oh. honestly, it's like I left Broadway for a three and a half years and I was out right. in LA like doing film and TV writing directing you, right you directed black girl magic no where are you no. doing this stuff what is black girl magic that's ready what, record what ready record yeah. okay well I'll edit that out yeah ready records okay so I directed a, a short called ready records with Sierra Renee she's coming on this week Thursday oh she is yeah oh, okay yeah so we're working on that and um and then yes so then i started doing other things and i did you know i i, I learned about myself is that like i'm not just an actor i want to be considered more of an artist and and i want to be a storyteller like that's really what i am so if i can sing it write, dance it act it write it direct it produce it i, I love mean, you, telling you, stories you kill it in all areas though like you can oh. sing you can act you can dance yeah. and like not just like you don't just like like double step like you dance you know what I mean? Like you're 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 a triple threat, and I think that's where a lot of people get threatened by you. You know. Well, yeah. thank you. I mean, yeah. that's the thing. Like, I'm so all love. Like, I'm so sensitive, and I'm so like I want to be friends with everybody. I want everyone to like me. And it's like always funny when like you have to remember that this is a business, and people are insecure, and people are competitive, and it's hard. You know. And I think when the industry, like gets rid of that gunk, it is the most beautiful place to yeah. live. Like it is the most beautiful place to have a home, you know, True. like when it's like, you're like, I, these are my people and we're all artists and we're all living our art. Like that's another ring of just like being in that peaceful place. But there's a lot of, just like with any industry, there's always some, you know, there's like competitive, it's a com very competitive world. We we're competitive sport <laughs> is what I'm thinking. Like it is a competitive sport. I and mean, everyone is, know, who's better than the last one and then especially you're you know, as good as your last job right. you're always trying to stay valued stay uh, relevant which is hard to kind of constantly one-up yourself and you're also extremely competitive with yourself you know In like, your own mind what is my last job <laughs> like how am i valuable i also have to like say how much i'm worth i have to tell companies like they can say okay well we'll pay you five thousand dollars for this and you're like all mm -hmm. right well if i start going with that then i have to you know like or you have to value yourself and that's a whole other component to learn as you go and so you're valuing yourself you're competitive and all this stuff and it's just like ugh, all the stuff that i hate you know like <laughs> all the stuff that i hate but that's the business you know but the is. art is like my favorite thing being in the recording booth doing shira is like magical doing a hundred auditions to get a role mm. like shira not my None. favorite <laughs> like all the other gunk that goes around like the fact that it takes two years for us to put out the the show is insane i mean the amount of work that goes behind the scenes to get stuff happening is is a lot you know and 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 that's the hard part is like the waiting the being patient the like 
okay, guys, don't worry. Like, I am working on things, but like, I've signed NDAs and things are. <laughs> I can't private, talk about or, it. Or the whole project got me tooed. Like, there's so <laughs> many things that happen, you know, like, where you're just like riding a roller coaster, but it's kind it's amazing. And you, I think that artists are are lucky in this period. Like it sucks if you were in a Broadway show and your show or mm. any type of theater show, tour or whatever, and your show is questionable when it's gonna come back, if it's gonna come back this year. Like those are thoughts I have right now. Like, am I gonna have my job this year? But the thing with the artist spirit is that we're kind of used to having a schedule that is up and down and busy and uh, mm. not, mm -hmm. you know, like you're saying you had the two months and you were like, yeah. All right, when things are about to pick back up and you kind of had that holiday period and you're like, yep. okay, this spring is going to be the time I start popping, you know, things are going to go off. And then... Mm, not so much. Corona, you <laughs> corona. know. Um, who would Who would have... I kept having dreams. I kept having dreams that like... And this is funny because I kept thinking... I just... I've only done... I've been with the show technically five months before we closed, but I had only done... Uh, three months of performances. And so I was kind of in this place where I was like, all right, well, I'm going to like pay off all like debts and then start saving. And then, then you know, right. you know, I was like, you right. know, trying to be responsible yeah. and planning it all out. And I'm, just, I had this premonition. I was like, what if something happened? So I was like, I can slow this down. I was like, why does my rent's like pretty expensive. I live in, in midtown Manhattan. I live walking distance from work. So I'm like, if I was like, I just got to be like a little bit safe just in case. And thank God I did not Ugh. buy that Alice and Olivia coat that I wanted. <laughs> thank God I did. You I was like, would, no, no, you don't deserve it yet. Just put something in your account. But like, but that's the thing. Like we start to, we live in this kind of survival mode thing. We even do. when things are great, you know, you're like, I just did a movie. But I got to say. When's my next movie? Yeah. Yeah, but like, cause you can like one year I can make five hundred thousand dollars, and the next year I make seventeen thousand dollars, and the next year I make whatever. You know what I mean? So right. it's just like it, it varies. And no so we're kind of used to this, and so I think that we have a little bit of perspective on like the times of like okay, the, things can go up and down. The problem with the theater world right now is that we're gonna we were the first to be the, this impacted, and we're gonna be the last to come back. Yes. I mean, and look at like our relationship, you and me, like artist and artist, like you touch me. Like you right. have to like be, I have to be under your breath. Right. Like we are <laughs> literally. Fresh, by the way. <laughs> Yay. I, you know, I, that is one thing I'm always paranoid about. That's why I always have mint and I always have gum. Mm -hmm. Like it's not even a thing. It's, it's a hard thing. Cause I am, I'm Yeah. So, when a makeup artist or a hair person doesn't oh, have no. like a mint in their, like, in their what is it called their like tool belt of things kit, yeah. i'm like really none <laughs> i'm like yeah your kit i'm like we should both have a mint before we start this journey together we should both have a mint <laughs> anyway but I, you know so the thing is we have to be so close in the theater we have to not only like, i mean in every point of view yeah i mean i i'm doing more tv now so like yeah changing locations, changing sets, all these background people. Yeah, I mean, I mean and think about that. Like you're doing a shot, you've done, you've doodled the person up, they're on set. Now you have to go back and you have to touch them to t do touch-ups. So then you have to think like, where have I put my hands? Have I sanitized it? And then you're also then spraying maybe alcohol on your hands over yep, and over and 100%. over. And it's just like, it just becomes this thing. 
So it's going to be hard, even with the TV and film world, to get back in that close contact because no matter what, we're all very, very close. Film very. and TV and theater, like we're theater all is even closer very, in my from yeah. my like they're a little bit spread out in TV and film, like hair and makeup and wardrobe. But theater, it is the cluster. Like wigs are coming yeah. off, clothing's coming off. You know, fourteen people on one quick change. But there's so. There's so exactly. many things like, so that there's it just could so many be. like other body fluids. Yeah, just, you know, you always hear in a theater like if one person gets sick, you're like, well, everyone. I'm about to get that flu. Like right. it's going to go go around. Like it's always going to go around. And so, Ugh. you know, I'm 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 optimistic. I I don't think that this government knows what they're doing. I mean, I appreciate everything that Cuomo's been trying to do with like very little help, but I'm mm -hmm. very concerned with like just the fact that we have no real direction. And we're like, oh, let's open things up, but there's no real treatment yet. There's no real mm -hmm. path. Um, so that makes me nervous. And like, just the idea of theater, I'm like, thank God I do other things. And thank God, like, I yes. can kind of- like, I think that's the one thing as a creative to have more than one thing, which I think m smart, I'm gonna just say smart people nowadays are doing more than one thing because they know they, truthfully, we can't afford to just do one or the other. Do you know what I mean? Like for me, Broadway could not afford, like could not afford me to do what I do today if I was still on Broadway as much right. as I want right. to, but that's why I moved on to television film, make a couple extra dollars, but then it's more cutthroat yeah. and more bitchy and more high school than ever before in my life. Right. So yeah, not- Right, what is that? Like, why can't we just enjoy like, the ride? You know, right. like everybody we're, just fucking enjoy all, your life. We're it's not okay. curing cancer. Like, yeah, like we're, we're making, we're trying to get people to be compassionate. Don't be an asshole. How about that? Like, <laughs> you know, it's very interesting. I mean, yeah. And, and that's the thing about the, the theater and like the pay is. The pay is the pay. The pay is okay. You know, sometimes it's good and sometimes it's survival but you it's passion like Hamilton is there was like I had a promise to myself I was like I'm not going back to Broadway unless it's Hamilton or something new because I mm. love Hamilton I think it's a crazy amazing show I think it's so smart it actually has restored my some of my pride in this country um and gotten me excited to tell the story of that and also with brown and black bodies like telling this story I think it's so uh essential to just like us seeing ourselves, even if it's not the slave story, but it's like, no, we were there, you know, like mm -hmm. we were all there. And, and there's something beautiful to that. And so I love that, but it's like, theater is so hard and mm -hmm. you're there, it's six days a week, eight shows a week. And I mean, with a TV show, you're kind of like, you're there, you, it's more like if, if it's a successful show, they really run it like a nine to five you know and you're you kind of start you have like a little bit of a life you know yes. you can do things you're not thinking constantly about freezing your eggs <laughs> <laughs> i see where we're at all right i mean I i'm see. just saying i'm just saying like the hair conversation in the hair chair to this conversation completely we have all matured yeah like we really have learned a lot about eggs are maturing <laughs> constantly at the speed of light you know, um, so but there's your edges that. are back. That's yes, my edges are back. The, I, my kitchen is, yeah, they're, they're Look at it. I tried to yeah. lay them before you like a little bit. Like I tried to give you like a, 
I got a text. Is this being videotaped? I'm like, yeah. And I thought it was. And so I have act, I have makeup on, but not a lot. Cause I, it was the midway through the makeup. So I was like, oof, nope, I'm done. Nope, nope, done. I put it down. And he's like, ah, no. no. I was like, great. No, no, no. But, oh. you know, hair has always been, has hair it is such a big part of the, like what is the like what's the most effective like you know how do i say it like what is the most like hair conscious you ever were like where you're Diana Ross Diana Ross of course because her hair is so essential to who she Mm -hmm. is like it is iconic and to Mm -hmm. like how she moves like how she moves with the hair what she's doing her hair and nails like her hair and nails to me were two things mm-hmm. that were just like the definition of beauty, especially at that period. Yes. Like this, she had this big, long, wavy goddess-like oh. hair and then these long nails. And long nails to me represents like, you don't do dishes. You know, you don't actually, like <laughs> you, you don't, do don't that work that hard when it comes to like manual labor. You know what I mean? Right? And her hair is long. Like that's another thing. Like that just gives you this b- vision of like goddess. Like I'm healthy, my hair is long, my nails are long. I don't need to pick up anything. I don't clean anything. And um, and like the way that, like I was said, like the, the different cuts of the hair wigs and how they would shape my face would change how I was in that time. Cause I'd be like, oh, a cropped bob and she's a little bit sassier. And like um, this long wavy hair, she's more ethereal. Mm-hmm. And like, and it just kind of like changed. And then when she had the Afro and like even the scenes kind of did that too. Like the scenes kind of when she had the Afro, she was more, aggressive towards like you know fighting back with Barry Gordy like that Mm -hmm. scene is like she's like she walks out of a a shoot you know and she has a little mini afro and it's like okay and that's kind of like the power like this is my natural hair it's probably her natural hair (laughs) but you know um but like this is her natural look and and she's being right on like about her feelings about what she's going through so I always like costumes and hair for me are so essential to creating the character. You know, mm. it's like you can do so much with your your body and your stuff, but like I like to do my own makeup because I like to feel I'm like if the person did their own makeup, you know, like if right. the, that person did their own makeup then like I'm like okay, I this is how I prepare as that character. And then when the hair comes on, it's like oh, this is really the next layer of like of what I do to care for myself like mm-hmm. I, I put myself into like their morning routine and how they how they perceive themselves and so that helps you create the essence especially of characters that are actually are, have been alive mm-hmm. or are alive right then it helps you kind of get into the essence of who they are in my opinion i, I think it's yeah. a fun thing to a fun tool to help you know go the extra mile you know, how did did how did um all your back experience with hair did it do anything when you were directing yeah, actually, um, I'm, I saw I'm some always... photos of you with your hair looking, however, on set. But I wanted to see if it went on. Oh yes, my... I went and I looked. <laughs> you were you were in that mat. You were in. That I was spirit. in director mode. <laughs> I looked beat up. I didn't wear any makeup. I didn't sleep. I was like, this is the hardest thing I've ever done. I don't know what I was thinking. Um, no, but it was amazing. Um, yeah, I did do like the top knot and I tried to like clip in some hair and like, like oh, it was like, whatever. I gave up by the end. It was three days of just who knows. Um, but when I was looking at like Sierra's hair and when I was looking at uh, Daniel Watts's hair and when I was mm-hmm. looking at Danielle who played, there's like three main characters in the 
in the short and like all of their hair actually really mattered. Daniel was going to be doing what he was doing because like his look was already kind of exactly what we wanted it to be. Mm -hmm. And Sierra, at first she wanted to have her hair pulled back and like kind of in like a messy low bun. And I was like, mm -hmm. she has, at the time she had the sides of her head Shade. shaved. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, I, I love that. I think that we should really, and I was looking at her like canon of work and I was like, mm -hmm. you don't have anything where you're showing this. Like you, it's one of those things where you can That's hide it true. underneath. So I was like, let's show it. And like, let's lean into the fact that this is like awesome looking anyway. Um, but I thought that that would just give her the character another texture and like another, like, this is kind of who I am. I'm a little bit mm, not, you know, it's like, a, it's more of an alternative hairstyle, I guess. Yeah, um, a little more badass, you know? Yeah, so it had that little like, yeah, exactly. And I, I was like, like, like let's play like that. It. You know, you are, we always come into, as actors, we come in a lot of times trying to be neutral. Right, you know? right. And oh, yeah. like, I'm a blank canvas for you. But like <laughs> nowadays people really want to see kind they of more authentically who you are. Exactly. I mean, so, I know for a film and TV, I'm like, how did you audition? <laughs> Literally, yeah. I'm like, how did you audition? Because I cannot, you know, this creatives at these tables have seen you and have mm -hmm. pictures of that, how they saw you in that audition. Yep. And now you have extensions down to your butt. No, 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 take it out. Yeah. Out. And I've, I've like booked movies where they're like, okay, can we see? I was like, I'll book the movie. And then I say, um, they ask, the, the hair person will reach out to me and say like, okay, you know, can you send pictures of your hair? And I'm like, which hair? Like, right. And I'll send multiples and then they'll send the, those options to the, um, to the producers and then they will either buy a wig or like rent out my wig yep. from me mm -hmm, mm -hmm. um but like i that's the cool thing about also being black you just have so many different pieces of hair but white girls How many do, do you too. have oh my god i probably have like 30 wigs mm -hmm. 30 or 40 and they're one? all well, it's just, it, it's <laughs> seasonal. They're seasonal, you know? Like, I haven't been wearing wigs a lot lately. Um, uh, but I do love, like, I, I still do love, like, a glamorous, like, just down to the butt, like, you know, just like, yeah, what, who fair. does she think she is wig? <laughs> like, that's literally what the, that wig looks like. It's just like, this, Kaka. nothing about this is giving you realism. <laughs> nothing about this is giving you natural. <laughs> This is pure black Barbie, but like, that's not like, I'm not proud of it, but it's like, I wear it, you know, like around the house now, just for me. I lay in it. I take, I do uh, photo booth, photo shoots in it by myself. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. I hate this. Uh, <laughs> um, no, but I, yeah. You're living I mean, your best life all by yourself. No, but for me, wigs, like, I like pieces. Like, I like a fall. I love a fall because a fall, then you can make it look like it's you. And I've had a lot of people be like, oh, my God, your hair is so healthy. And I'm like, thank you. <laughs> and I'm begging you for vitamins and hair oils. <laughs> like, help me. But, yeah, like, I like pieces because I like to, the, you know, leave out the edges and leave it, like, you know, and then blend them. I haven't seen you a mess, though, on any carpet or anything. Like, you have your, your shit together. Yeah, but I hire people. <laughs> I'm... <laughs> yes, thank you. Thank you to everyone no, I'm just... who helped me not look a goddamn fool. Because, I mean, and there are times, that, no, there are ones where I have done it myself, and you can tell. You can tell. Like, if you, and unfortunately, some of you guys are going to Google me, and you're going to look at the images, and you'll be like, you'll see. 
You'll be like, did that all herself. She was like, I am not spending the $250, $350 for hair and makeup today. Not doing it. She was just like, I came from rehearsal. I threw on a dress and I walked that red carpet and, and it shows. Um, and, and, it shows. That, and sometimes, you know, like you call a friend and you, you get, get the whole hookup. Yeah. Oh. So, I know. Hot mess. Hot. Hot. So, Golding. <laughs> well, you're doing great. You look amazing. I wish they Thank could see you. you. I'll, I'll post some good photos of us, you know. Oh, okay. Together. Make mm -hmm. sure you get Prince. Prince is here always in spirit. Oh. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I'm surviving. We're surviving. We're doing yeah. it. Who knows what's going to happen? Um, I think I'm going to go start a hemp farm in Virginia. <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> if none of this pans out, you think I'm kidding. No. I, apparently no. I have land. This is why. I got I'm... my 40 acres and a mule. Just kidding. I, I should have, but I don't have that. I have like eight acres and no mules, but apparently a trailer full of cats. Oh. How do you have, so I don't have cats? It was left there for my great aunt. Oh. Yeah. And apparently it's just like riddled with cats. Oh. Well, we haven't been there in like 20 years. <laughs> <laughs> so I think you need to record this when you do go back finally. Like it needs to be an episode in your life. Oh yeah, no, I'm definitely, it's going, like, yeah. Well, it's also, I did the demographics on the area and it, they're scary. It's like 82% Republican, 82% oh. white. Oh. Yeah. So I, I, it would be, I would do like a mini series, a yes. docu-series of like what that would be like. Yes. Like, hey, waiting for like weed to be legal so I can just get into that medical marijuana <laughs> situation, um, even though I am a sober person. Um, but I believe in the power of like medical marijuana. Of course. No, it definitely I think help works. my aunt. Um, and also hemp and anything sustainable. So like hemp could totally replace plastics. So I would love to be in like the sustainable um, goods. Wow, I can't even believe I'm talking. Like I have not actually planned this. I'm just speaking it. Like I think about it. I talk about it randomly to people. And now I'm just um, looking for a life raft. <laughs> you guys can hold me to it. Um, no, a but- A year from now, we're gonna get our gloves from, you know. From a year from now, I'm gonna have a Quibi series that is about dealing with trying to get a new startup in Virginia, in Spotsylvania. Oh my gosh. Coming out of Quibi near you. Eight minute, eight minute uh, episodes. Yeah. Being creative, guys. Don't stop being creative. Not, not on our watch. No. I mean, look at here we are. Eggs are dying, as oh. we have got to get it done. <laughs> this, this, Can I also tell you? everyone to buy property? Well, don't bid against me. Like, it, soon everything's going to crash. So just, if you have the ability, go buy some stuff. See, you get hear it 40 now. acres and a mule. Get it. Oh, like, what is... <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know. It's gotten so dark in your apartment, by the way. Like, oh yes, no, it's, <laughs> it's very. Oh wait. Yeah, where's the light? I'm in the middle of the building. <laughs> oh, I see. Oh, I was like, it's not even plugged in. Don't even worry no. about it. I, the light is still perfect on your face, so I can see you. That, that's all I. Okay, I'll make it a little brighter. Okay. So, oh, nope. that's okay. Nope. 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 No, you're good. White. Um. So. <laughs> I don't, I don't even know the segue for this I one. Even, sorry. <laughs> no. I apologize. 
No. What am I talking about? Um, your most memorable moment. Like what is like when you like think back on your career, like mm-hmm. what is one of those like, mm, this is like you, you had to take it in. I mean, definitely when we talked about the leap of faith moment, that mm-hmm. was beautiful. Um, mm-hmm. But I think returning to the theater, the first, when I had my opening night as Eliza, and I love Eliza. I just, I love her. I love how complicated she is and how strong she is and how, how big she loves. And she's so many of the things that I want to be, you know, as a woman. You know, I want to be an activist. I want to support people. I want to love deeply, like I, like her children and, and keeping on her own legacy, um, not just like the one that her man started, but like her, the fact that she still has a functioning foster care system that she started in the 1800s. Um, like, I love that. And I think the gravity of being away from Broadway for three and a half years, almost four years, and then coming back and getting to do a role that I love so much and like having them take the risk, I guess, or whatever. You know, I always feel like you just never know, you know, you, you do an audition and, you know, people are kind of believing in you. The people that are believing in me is, is Alex Lackmore and Tommy Kale and Lin-Manuel Miranda and having that, like being like, hey, you're our leading lady. That is like such an honor to be able to, to even have that. And so when I was singing the last song, which always is so, straw like prevalent to me who lives who dies who tells your story and those words and like the legacies that we try to create and the bonds that we make and and how we all die in the end and we all pass on and we are all trying to connect with each other and that the end of this moment the end of the show for her is connecting with everyone she loves and it's it on stage it's like everyone of her history like has she's it's kind of revealed that she's kind of been the one telling this story um, because she is the one that it continued to push for his for him to have a legacy. So looking around and I have to walk up and I look around at all of the people that have just told this story, looking at all my castmates, looking at all these incredible talents and looking at this, wa- this wide swath of colors, black, white, Asian, Latino, like everything, uh, Middle Eastern, like there's just so many beautiful things happening on that stage. I pretty much cry every Okay, okay. I try not to, but (laughs) that for the first one, I was just like, I could barely squeak out the last bits of words. And and she, the show ends on a gasp, you know, sorry if you didn't know that, but (laughs) spoiler alert. And it's, you know, she's reaching out and she's gasping and it's like, it's her last breath. And it's just like, but she's happy and she's connected. And then she's of all things. And and taking that in and just having that moment with everyone and having that moment every single night is just so beautiful. Like I woke up this morning and I said to myself, I said, the minute I step on stage, I'm going to burst into tears. I'm going to have to figure out a way to not burst into tears the minute that I get to do this again. What this experience has given me is a massive dose of gratitude. I think I've been learning a lot about gratitude the last few years, but this has been gratitude. I'm grateful for all of my friends and family that are surviving this COVID-19. Mm-hmm. I have fam- I have friends that have lost parents, that have lost their mothers and fathers. Like I have friends that have lost so many people already and have lost several people within their family. Um, 
I am grateful for the time that I get to share. I'm grateful for the fact that I get to sit and across from you and have this moment with you and be a part of something that you've created. I'm grateful that I can just listen to whatever is coming next down the pipeline from God or the spirits or the muses that are going to use me in, in a purposeful way. So I'm just sitting in my gratitude, trying to find ways to continue to be um, excited and trying to find ways to always find moments that spark joy. And, and I would, yeah, I would just say that like being back in the theater and then I know that I'm going to experience something like that again when I get to go back. Mm, that was really heartfelt over here. Mm. Well, I can't even think. I of am a good actress. <laughs> <laughs> I pretended to care. No, I'm just kidding. No, that was all true. That was all true. I oh swear. My God. <laughs> I swear. No, absorb that, everybody. That was for all of you. That's for that all of us. Really good. I had a question, and then it just oh. went. So that went. Mm -hmm. I was too busy listening to you. I'm sermonizing. Is that you what it's really called? Are. Prophesizing. Please. All right, leap of faith. All <laughs> right. Hey. Hey, Kathleen. Okay. Nope. Ah! Oh, no. Step out on the ledge. Take that leap and then rain for 20 minutes. It's tricky. It's tricky these days, those lyrics. What else? What are the things you want to do that you, you haven't touched on yet? Like, what kind of role? Um, I mean, I want to, I, I would love to do, I mean, I love, I love TV. I really, I've always been a big fan of, of films and TV. So I think I would just love to do more of that. I, okay. So yeah. I watched When You Get Away With Murder. That should be you. Oh, I, yeah. Okay. Asia. Yeah. yeah. So, Everyone gets us confused. I'm walking down the street and they're like, oh, are you on How to Get Away With Murder? I'm like, nope. And I so, actually have a photo of us, Asian together? and Naomi King on, yeah, on my Instagram, like, I'm not her. She's not me. She's like, I get you all the time. I was like, yeah, but I'm sure I get you more. Like, yeah. So it it should be you. I was mad. Oh, thank you. I was yeah. mad the whole. Still. So well, okay. eh, you know. Yeah. I no. mean, I think that there. I think that there are. The more that I get more authentic with me and who I am, I think that things are opening up more. You know, like I think there was a time in in our even like recent history in media black is portrayed as one thing you know like mm -hmm. there's the Kerry washington's or there's like the viola davis's you know or mm -hmm. or there's like this kind of like oh translucent black person or like a very black person you know um and and so now i think that we're finally opening up the 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 ways that we see black people and the narratives around black people. And I'm getting excited because I feel like there's more space for me now. It's not so like left field. They're like, Oh, a black girl that sang punk and jazz and does all these other like random things. Like it's not so bizarre now. It's like, no, there's a lot of us that are like black girl nerds is a thing. Like, you know, like there's so many things that are kind of opening up that I'm kind of like, okay, now we're being able and allowed to be viewed as more things. Now we have more, black and brown creators that are like, hey, we're not, like the media will portray us as certain ways. And like, there's like, oh, the one that's allowed to be in these, you know, white spaces or the one that's allowed to like carry a narrative. But as long as they're surrounded by non people of color, then it's okay. Hmm. So I just, I feel like there's a lot of things coming down the pipeline. The stuff I audition for, the stuff that I, I work on, like I'm getting really excited to just see 
more of me out there. Mm-hmm. And so I don't even know what's possible. Like I know that there's more and I also love creating and I'd like to create more stuff for myself um, and, and, and tell stories like, and also I don't need to act like all the time. Like I love directing. I would love to direct more. I'd love to produce mm. more and, and give people the voice that they deserve. And I love working with actors. Like I just love talking about stories and how to get to from point A to point B emotionally and how I think it's a, a study of psychology is acting is a study of human behavior. Pretty and much. so just watching that and, and being able to commune with actors and artists about that and is just really cool to me. So yeah, I, there's so many things I want to do um, and, and God willing, I'll get to do them and I want to start businesses and do all the things. And I want to, I love mentoring. I love, um, doing charity things I'm mentoring oh if people want to go and mentor with me or get a voice lesson they can go to my website uh the kjv yeah. we'll give it to you um uh but I like to I, I love people I love the way our weird crazy minds work and I like to study it I like to write about it and I like to dissect it so any way that I can I will and as long as like they let me do it you know that's great and if they don't let me do it then I'll just do it myself right I, I was just gonna like you're gonna make it happen anyway <laughs> whether someone gives you the permission or not you're always you're always that go-getter doing it doing it yourself yeah. doing more doing more yeah. So, yeah trying to trying to well you are amazing thanks for doing this oh my god it's my pleasure thank you oh, for having yeah. me on I, I yeah. just love you I love every I love watching your journey and everything that you've done and all the amazing people that you've been working with and you get hired all the time by the same people because they love you mm. because they love what you do and the energy and the joy that you bring is just like unparalleled mm. so we're always lucky to have a danny in our corner and and so god bless you thank you for all that you do thanks for having me on oh, that's so sweet thank you everyone crystal joy brown i'm sure she'll be back woo, again. Woo, woo. oh yeah crowd goes mild <laughs> yes Hey guys, thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Wig Hackers podcast with your host, me, Daniel Coy. I really appreciate you being here and listening to this beautiful podcast that we had. Uh, I had so much fun doing it. Make sure you find us on all of the podcasting stations. Tell your friends, family, they'll get a hoot and a holler out of it. That's for sure. And you'll learn something about being backstage on a Broadway show on this one. So please check out on social media. I would love to hear from you. Tell me your thoughts. Tell me your questions. Do you have questions you want me to ask people? And when I do follow-up interviews, just let me know. And remember, everyone, I am always watching. Hey, it's Leslie Odom Jr. here on the Broadway Podcast Network to tell you about the RISE Theater Directory, a program of maestro music. RISE is a national online resource designed to connect and empower backstage and administrative and creative theater professionals from underrepresented backgrounds. If you work or aspire to work in the theater community, this can help you find your next project. And if you hire theater professionals, search the Rise Theater directory to find your next team. Create your profile now and get more information by visiting risetheater.org. That's theater with an R-E-R-I-S-E-T-H-E-A-T-R-E dot org because only together we rise.
It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.